Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of the Too Hot for Hockey podcast. My name is Katie, and welcome to this week's bonus episode talking about RuPaul's Drag Race. I'm joined tonight by Maha. How you doing, girl? Not bad, not bad. Sunny days in Toronto, so I'm a happy camper. Uh, What about you? Yeah, it was uh, rain off and on today, but we got out when it was nice, so that's uh, it's encouraging. It's warming up a little bit. First day of spring. Yay. Yeah. Hope it gets uh, better from here. I'm anxious to spend more time outside. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Let's dive into this episode. So the girls come into the workroom following Denali's elimination, sad, and discuss Olivia's name being said on the runway. She said she knows the girls and that it came from a place of love. Um, in a talking head, though, Candy kind of calls her out, saying she's a diva and doesn't believe anything Olivia says. Uh, any thoughts on that? I agree completely, actually. Olivia has really surprised me in this competition and, like, not in a good way. Um, I remember a few episodes back, we were talking about how we think she could be Miss Congeniality, and she just has this, like, loving essence and aura about her. But as of late, she's just been again like very much a diva kind of sneaky gives me like valentina vibes like Mm. very fake that's a good comparison actually i like that i could see it just wait she's gonna come out with a i'd like to keep it on please moment and yeah very much like in her own world yeah um i know we'll talk about it later but after her commercial her saying that she thinks she could win yeah (laughs) like very much me in my head being like Latrice Royale and being like good god girl get a grip (laughs) like fuck not good at all yeah not into it and uh the mini challenge this week was another just uh get a sponsor's name in there it's are you smarter than the pit crew and they were wearing branded underwear it was a little bit of a quiz show Uh, it was kind of fun just to see mm-hmm. what kind of questions who's answering candy taking forever to do incredibly simple math <laughs> give her a break <laughs> i thought she she did day. well like she got the answer right yes so, yeah. <laughs> but it was nice i actually liked it um because it took you sort of down memory lane and it was nice to play along with them yeah that's true um so yeah that was uh one of the better mini challenges this season yeah, test and knowledge. there's not a lot of competition because all of them have been so, so bad. Yeah, that's true. Can't disagree with that one. Um, I'm going to say I'm not a fan of the maxi challenge either. I think I discussed it a little bit last week, but it's a create your own commercial for a product. This year, they chose to make your own pop or soda, as the Americans like to call it. Um, they had to come up with a commercial branding a song all that jazz um when the girls were going through their ideas what were some of your first impressions I would have to disagree with you in terms of whether or not I like this challenge I think it shows a lot about the queen's versatility as well as sort of their intelligence and their branding they have to sort of bring all of that into play 
Um, and it's fun to see different, different queens bring their sort of own personality into a challenge and be able to market themselves. Um, I don't know, maybe it's like the business bitch in me talking, but I don't know, I really enjoy it. Um, and it was really fun to see sort of the queens and what they think of themselves and me as a view as a viewer looking at me like yes I agree that is your brand or no that is not your brand whatsoever I don't know what you're thinking <laughs> so yeah I, I think it it was it was a fun challenge and yeah it's really it's really nice to see sort of separates the smarter queens from the not so smart queens and I hate saying that but no it's um, true though yeah, a lot about being successful as a drag queen is building your brand. Um, and some of my favorite queens like Bob and Bianca, Shea Coulee have this specific brand. And um, you have to be able to market yourself at the end of the day. And you have to be a sort of smart or smart enough to put that out there and create a product based on who you are as a person as a drag queen yeah that's fair um I'd say maybe this one was better than ones in past years where they just generally were generally were like just create a product like what and then some of them just go in so many different directions it's like not really realistic if you know what I mean but this one yeah. at least they had like a grounding make a pop like for sure it was focused on one thing so that I guess it made it a little bit better for me, but usually I find this challenge so awkward because a lot of them are just yeah. like, ah, like, here's my thing. And it doesn't make any sense in real life, but here you go. Like, Fair enough. Yeah. But it brings <laughs> in a whole bunch of different factors. Like, can these queens write? Do they have that sort of intelligence with comedy? Also acting, mm -hmm. um, organization, time management. I don't know. I sound like a fucking like, hiring manager interviewing people for jobs like what is your what are your time management skills like how do you work well under pressure like but no um, it, it's good like and they showed that too with like the girls making their storyboards like some of them had no clue what they were doing like Gottmik made it so freaking complicated and it, it showed in her commercial right so it, yeah like you make some good points I think you may you've swayed me you, you've done it well done wow um, it's literally like that, that meme, like, hi, I'm Kelly Kapoor, the business bitch. <laughs> yes. But no, it, it's fun. Like, obviously I do sort of this kind of stuff in my everyday life. So it's nice to sort of see that translate into drag. Obviously not at the scale that like I deal with on a day-to-day -day basis, but yeah, it's fun. I liked it. Yeah, no, it was good. Um, there were some crazy ideas thrown out there. Um, Tina's seemed like it went on forever when she was trying to explain it. Yep. Utica licked a can. Um, yeah. What, what did you think of some of these girls' ideas? I don't know. Um, again, Candy Muse is starting to grow on me and I will touch on it again later, but her saying, just keep it simple. Um, and I feel like all of the commercials that were successful were the most simple. Mm -hmm. And you only have that 45 seconds to drill your point home. So make it convincing and just make it simple and something easy for the viewer to watch, something funny, something that makes sense. Utica struggled, Gottmik struggled, Tina Burner struggled, Olivia struggled. And all of their 
commercials were just confusing and they overthought it. And that was the issue there. Like, keep it simple, stupid. Yeah. That's my motto. <laughs> just keep it simple. It's 45 seconds. Just make it funny. Make it to the point. Make it something that people will understand. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a very good point. And then partway through them planning, they get a room mail from Jada Essence Hall, who dropped in last year's winner. And she gave some advice saying, if you aren't having fun, you're going to struggle. And I'd say that's like pretty good, just life advice in general, not just drag race. Absolutely. Um, I feel like, again, a lot of the queens could have really valued from taking some of her advice into consideration and having fun with those challenges and not doubting themselves and having that sort of inner confidence. And I think Rosé sort of really ran with that point. And that's why she was so successful. Same with Simone. Yeah. Those are two top queens that get in their head a lot. And you and I are the same way, I feel. We put so much pressure on ourselves to be sort of perfect. Yeah. And that can sort of be your downfall sometimes. You have to take it easy, make fun of yourself, be vulnerable. And that's sort of when you make that connection with your audience. You're that goofy person that they can sort of laugh with. Mm -hmm. And that's such an endearing quality and that's so marketable. And I think that's why they did so well in that challenge. Mm -hmm. So I feel like Simone yeah. is just an amazing actress. Like you yes. wouldn't, I don't, I feel like you wouldn't know it just from like talking to her, but like, and then she gets on the stage and she just like flicks a switch. Like it's crazy to me how good she is at this. She is definitely a triple threat. Um, I don't know about singing and dancing, <laughs> but girl can, she can't. So never mind. She can walk. <laughs> She can walk down the runway. She has really good aesthetic when she gets people to make things for her. So I like her style. Let's mm -hmm. say that. Um, she's a really good actress. And she's funny. I think she's funny. Yeah, I think so too. Um, again, when she's not putting too much pressure on herself, we've seen sort of Simone struggle. And that's when she gets in her head. And she sort of touched on it a little bit in this episode saying, you know what, I'm going to sort of let go. And her and Jan's, Sorry, not Jan. Fuck. Rosé. <laughs> oh my God. Um, her and Rosé's commercials, I feel like were sort of similar in the fact that um, their, their drinks were about letting go and like not caring. And that's sort of what they've been struggling with in this competition. That's what Jada has been struggling or Jada struggled with on her season. Um, also, I'm pretty sure Jada was gagged that she didn't see Kimura. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess Jada got a little bit of insight, hey, into yeah. who was left. That's Probably funny. texted her like, what the fuck? You're home already. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Were you the first one to go? Yeah. Well, just you got to wonder, like, how far they thought Kamara was going to go. Like, they have to know you can't just go on looks. Like, just the look queens yes. have never just gotten. It's never enough. No, but so, do you follow Kamora on Twitter or have you seen any of her tweets? She's actually really funny. Yeah, but that didn't come through. I know. And it sucks. You never it let sucks any of so it much. Through. It sucks so much because again, like again, she got into her head and she started doubting herself and she doesn't have a lot of experience. And I think she was 
sort of intimidated by the other queens. And I keep rambling on this, but like the the truth is like, don't get into your heads, kids. Be confident, believe in yourself, fake it till you make it. Um, life advice with Maha. <laughs> that's the new podcast yeah. coming up. That's my little <laughs> section here. <laughs> <laughs> Just like life advice with Maha. <laughs> Cue the music. <laughs> oh my god um so another thing about filming um tina was going through her commercial and she was complaining about how complicated it was but it's like girl you wrote it this is you did it why are you complaining about something you made up tina's Bur- tina burner's biggest competition in the show is tina burner yeah she yeah. had such high expectations coming into this competition and that's sort of what Carson and um, Ross Matthews were saying. Like, we've seen her perform in New York. We know she's a real deal. And she's struggling here. And you see that with be- some queens, though, because, like, they can, they come in with this rep and they just aren't made for Drag Race. Like, I'd say Absolutely. Mayhem is a really good example of that. Everyone's like, oh, shit, Mayhem's here. She couldn't, she no. couldn't do Drag Race. It's not her no. thing. Like you can still be good and not be like a drag race. Oh, absolutely. Queen. That's the thing. Like I'd go to a Tina Burner show. I think she's hilarious. Yeah. I'd watch her in a stand-up routine because that's what she's good at. And I think yeah. and Rose was sort of calling her out, like, yeah, you're funny, but we were seeing the same thing over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And there's one thing to sort of know your brand and be able to sell that, but you have to show the judges versatility and um, Michelle Visage touches on that all the time. Like your brand is important, but we need to see different sides of the coin here. Mm-hmm. They talked a little bit about that in um, Untucked this week too. Like Tina was like, like she wanted advice on like that exactly. Like them saying they didn't see difference enough from her. Yeah. And Rose was just she basically told her that straight up too. She was like, yeah, girl, like you're good, but you didn't like you can't just keep hitting the same drum like. And then Rose got, not Rose, uh, Tina got mad at her for it. It's like, dude, you asked for this. Exactly. <laughs> She's just echoing what the, the judges said. You and haven't won a challenge. So yeah. Maybe take some advice from the queens who have yeah. won a challenge or two. And you asked for it. So <laughs> shut up, Tina. I hate those kind of people. Like, don't ask for an opinion and then get mad when people are giving yeah. you an opinion. Like they're not just gonna like sweet talk you the whole time. Like they're gonna be straight yeah. up with you. It's a competition. Yeah, and it's it's another thing if you're just minding your own business and someone just starts attacking you. Like you don't want an Aiden Zane situation. Right. You know what I mean? But if you're asking for feedback and people are giving you feedback and not being abrasive about it and it's constructive, yeah. just take it. And Rose was giving her like a compliment sandwich. Like she wasn't just saying you suck. Like she acknowledged Tina has talent, but whatever. Here we go. Um, speaking of Rose, when she came out with that Jantasy robe on, oh my God, that was so funny. Representing her Stephanie's child sister. I love it. We love Jan. <laughs> oh, that was so funny. Uh, but she killed that commercial. Good for her. She's so yeah, funny. No, that was great. I'm glad she let go. Cause I, yeah, she's a real triple threat. Sing, dance, <laughs> act. There we go. But I still think someone's going to win. T. Yeah, that's totally possible. I, I would be happy with Rose or someone winning, to be honest. Yeah. A lot. Absolutely. 
And then just my last thing, like Utica sucking the teat of a cow. Yeah. What? What was that? (laughs) It's like beating a dead fucking horse. Like we say it week after week. Like stop trying so hard to be funny. Just be yourself. And it comes across as like insane. Yeah. Like the girls were trying to make her feel better about it. Like you were just doing you. It was funny for like she wasn't doing her that's the thing and then she acknowledged it in at the beginning of untucked too she was like the first one they did like a little thing with that they they come back and she's like yeah i know it was the worst commercial so i'm like okay just some self-awareness now thank god i don't know utica is probably the next one to go i can't believe she didn't go this week i can't believe it apparently she's a lip sync assassin who fucking knew I didn't see it. Who would have thought? <laughs> Not me. <laughs> Not me. Okay, let's move into mirror time. Uh, Tina and Rose's rivalry kind of sparks a little bit here, even though they've been trying to be nice to each other. Um, I don't know if I'm here for this or not. What did you think about it? Team Rose all day. <laughs> um, I don't know. Tina Burner is Tina Burner. Yeah. Like she has this sort of confidence about her that is very off-putting. Mm-hmm. And again, she doesn't have that vulnerability. And yeah, I just don't think she's very likable. Like I again, I'd watch her in a show because I think she's funny. Um, but like definitely not sort someone that's likable. And we saw that earlier on with her click with Candy and Gobbick. And you have to be a certain type of person to be friends with Candy Muse five episodes ago. Yeah. Yep. And yeah, that's sort of showing through. So bye, Tina. <laughs> also, how old is Tina Burner? They don't say, I don't think, do they? Tina Burner is fucking old. <laughs> and you're still like picking on like a 28 year old Rose. I don't know how old Rose is, but that's just a guesstimate. Yeah. And yeah, she, she's obviously threatened by Rose. Yeah, I was going to say, she's, it makes her insecure, I would guess. Yeah. And yeah, I, I still don't think they like each other. And that's completely fair. Mm-hmm. Honestly, if I was Rose, I would be pissed after last week and what Tina fucking burned <laughs> yeah. those memes are actually hilarious though yeah oh my god and then Brooklyn Heights like fake yeah um, photograph photoshopping oh my god that was so funny we love Brooklyn oh yeah I love her she should have won just saying um yeah great tweet <laughs> agree <laughs> I like Evie too, man, but I think Brooklyn just, yeah, gosh, the whole season was Brooklyn's. Anyway, um, the second half of Mirror Time was Candy talking about and opening up being bullied as a kid for being gay and why she came to Drag Race um, with her guard up, guns a blazing. And uh, it was nice to see her open up a little bit about why she is the way she is because it makes, like you said, she's, we're starting to warm up to her. I don't think she's gonna win. I still don't think she should be there. But uh, I agree. Yeah, she's she's not as uh, awful as I 
first thought her to be maybe mm-hmm. definitely the redemption story of the season yeah um obviously being someone who was bullied as a child I can definitely relate sorry my cat just flopped <laughs> onto the ground here trying to have a deep moment <laughs> chef way to go man he has to make everything about him at all times he's trying to steal my gig yeah for sure um anyways back to the matter at hand um being someone who was bullied as a child I can definitely relate to how she was feeling and sort of having her guard up constantly and not letting anyone in and obviously I'm not a gay person so being gay bashed and having your arm broken to the point where you needed surgery is a very traumatic experience I'm sure so yeah just violence you know it's violence and her going through all of that in her life and then also not having that supportive family and all of that sort of intersects and really shows me why she is the person that she is and she was also able to reflect on her past mistakes with Tamisha and saying she sort of instigated that because she was hurt and insecure and sort of went back to that dark place that she was really resonated with me and again I I don't think she should be here I don't think she's a super strong drag queen by any means um, and we'll get to that when we talk about her runway but oh Jesus it, it was a nice moment to to see that softer side of candy and I'm sure it resonates with a lot of young gay kids so it was a nice story mm-hmm. showing that you can go through some really terrible shit when you're younger and you, you can work through it even if she is still working through it which is totally fine mm-hmm. but you're still able to get to a place like where you can achieve your dreams you can do good things it's yeah that's super inspiring for people absolutely and the fact that she touched on like she made a mistake and it's hard to do Especially an audience of however many million people watching. Absolutely. I'm the type of person that hates admitting when I'm wrong. So seeing that is very inspiring and you need to see it and everyone is wrong and everyone needs to fess up to their mistakes. So yeah, she's becoming a role model and good for Candy. Our runway this week was Beast Couture, and I was very curious where everybody was going to go with this because it's kind of an open topic. Uh, We started with Utica, who came out um, in a Maleficent-style dress. It was furry. She had horns on, long black hair, kind of creepy, dripping makeup down her face. I actually thought she looked pretty great. She looked amazing. This was a toot for me. She looked so good. I think like one of the best Utica outfits. For sure. This season. And one of the best on the runway this week. Mm -hmm. She looked really good. And the judges have been asking her for glam. Yeah. For her to wear that down the runway and like look really good. And Michelle being like, "Um, I liked it, but it was just okay. Like, shut up, Michelle. Yeah. Shut up. 
yeah I don't know what else you can ask from her like that is her glam she's not gonna go sparkly Mm -hmm. she's not gonna get all like covered in jewelry and all that like that this is her glam like I thought this was really really great she killed it I love that look um my favorite of the night yeah it was pretty awesome yeah and then we go from ultimate high to ultimate low because following her was candy in her quote-unquote alien suit she had a green bodysuit on with furry boobs and furry bush (laughs) and she had a blow-up alien kind of attached to her back like i don't what the fuck was that (laughs) i just don't understand what was it i don't get it it was so bad like no wig her makeup seemed like a lot like was that just me like it's hard to believe that she has more makeup skills than gomic like when they brought it up it's like candy's actually more trained than me it's like excuse me i don't know i looked so bad i don't know what she was doing i don't understand her aesthetic but i really did like her outfit in the commercial yes but what the fuck was that runway? I hated it. <laughs> Burn that immediately. <laughs> yeah, that was a, uh, that, yeah, I didn't, I don't understand. Yeah, that's number two for the worst runway of the season after <laughs> Lala Ree's bag couture. Oh, I forgot about Lala's. That, oh my God. That feels that like will so go long down long. in history yeah. as the worst fucking runway after. <laughs> Or, sorry, and after that would be Candy Muse, that green thing. Yeah. Oh, man, that feels like so long ago, man. This season's taking forever. Oh, my. It's been three fucking months since the premiere. I'm tired. Give me all stars. Bring Denali back. Let's go. Um... Next was Tina. She was kind of a mishmash of a bunch of stuffed animals sewn together, all furry. She had a pair of scissors and a needle as her accessories. I thought this was kind of fun, like maybe not the best thing ever, but it was different for Tina at least. Yeah, I didn't really get it. It's a beat. It was fun to see like the different queen's interpretation of the runway theme. Yeah. Because like you said earlier, it was pretty broad. But Again, I didn't really get how that was beast. Like know. maybe like a Frankenstein kind of thing, like made out of stuffed animals. Sure. <laughs> I'm trying. I don't get her aesthetic and her makeup looks so bad. Yeah. I, I didn't hate this one, but it was not the best, obviously. Yeah. I just didn't get it. Wasn't my favorite. Again, wasn't my least favorite. Candy Muse takes the cake on that one. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that goes it. without saying. Uh, Simone came out dressed as a fox or a foxy lady as she called it Uh, she had a tank top little jean shorts bamboo earrings and like a fun little hairstyle with the fox fur this was this was really Mm -hmm. cute but she looked like she was warm man like that did not look comfortable okay don't hate me (laughs) I don't get it (laughs) is it because I have two brain cells left maybe but Again, I didn't get it. How was that beast? Yeah. I didn't understand how she got such good critiques on that. No, I agree. I wouldn't exactly say a fox was a beast either. Like, te- I think Tina's made more sense because at least she was yeah, like, Frankensteining it with as a stuffed animal. But yeah, Simone was just a fox. Foxes aren't beasts. Yeah, and I get like she was 
she looked i got what she was trying to do with it yeah. but i didn't get how it fit with the runway theme yeah no that's fair and yeah and i don't get how michelle was like she was gagged when she walked down the runway like yeah she looked good she, she she'll always look good yeah but i didn't get it and yeah i didn't get it i don't get no. the judging on the season i'm yeah. lost i'm confused as well uh got mick came next she had eyes on her shoulders uh but well, oh my god i can't talk maha she had eyes <laughs> on her shoulders we're both tired it's okay <laughs> she had a bare chest again and a teeth for the thing kind of like around her as a skirt like i i don't really understand this one either i liked it it was like high fashion sort of beast I didn't understand why her chest needed to be out again. Is that fair to say? Fair. She does like showing a lot of chest, but again, I think she's proud of her top. Oh, surgery. totally. I can totally appreciate that. And wanted to show that off. She's done it all. Yeah. In terms of versatil- versatility, she's sort of lacking in that sense, but I did yeah. like her outfit. Gottmik's always going to look good when she's ro- walking down the runway. So I guess I just didn't get like. Again, nothing to ride home yeah. about. But I did yeah, like her. Outfit. I just didn't get exactly what it and was. And it saved her from being in the bottom. Yeah, if you know. Yeah. It took completely agree. I don't understand what it was. But again, I don't understand what a lot of <laughs> those outfits were on the runway. This is probably my least favorite one runway yeah. of the season. Yeah. We're just we're because all of the looks were so just weird. Not yeah. good. We're tired. The season's long. We're starting to run out of yeah. Yeah. Running out of words. Um, Olivia came out she was like a blue furry troll with horns and some green features it was okay I don't get why everybody just decided to put on like furry suits there was no Mm -hmm. shape nothing there for me I don't know yeah I'm like I sound like a broken (laughs) record but what the fuck what was that I don't get it Uh, I don't get it I don't get it and then get me out of here. Get me out of here. <laughs> I'll save you with Rose. How about that? Okay, Rose's was good. Devil like <laughs> she had super long nails. Her hair was kind of fashioned into horns, all red. Super cool looking. I really, really enjoyed this one. Her makeup yeah. was so good. I actually really like that. And I understand what she was yeah. doing. Look at that concept. <laughs> Things you love to see. Yeah, she was a devil. And usually with like those, when they do full color face, sometimes it gets really messy, but I think hers looked really good. Mm -hmm. It looks so good. I really like Rosé's transformation in the competition. I feel like she's getting stronger every week. And that's what you want to see. Like she wasn't my favorite at first. Like when her entrance thing with the teeth, I, she Mm -hmm. didn't grab me. But like you said, as we've gone on, like she's really become one of my favorites for sure. Mm-hmm. and then funny. I love when she goes baby <laughs> I love that my favorite thing I'm like yes what do, what do you need um she's so funny we love to say <laughs> yeah one of my favorites for sure uh we finally get to see all of the commercials and most of them I was just kind of like meh or confused uh, my two favorites were Simone and Rosé, as we talked about before. 
-hmm. I didn't understand really all the love for candies. I felt it was a little bit random, but like it was random, but it was funny. I didn't. She has that Miss Vanjie quality where wherever she, whatever she does is going to be funny because it's just Candy Muse. Eh, I I didn't find Um, it funny. I laughed out loud when she was like, is the bus still running? That will never not make me laugh. So I don't know. It was so stupid that it was funny. Um, But yeah, most of them are just kind of like, what just happened? Yeah. So bad so bad so when they were going through and doing all of the critiques it was kind of hard to tell who was tops and bottoms other than rose and simone because they were really the only ones that got overall positive Mm -hmm. reviews i'd say i don't know it was kind of easy to tell that got mixed runway was going to save her um and candy muse her commercial was good her runway was they didn't hate it they just didn't understand it like you said that's what happens Um, with vanjie too she can just do anything exactly exactly but again i thought candy muse's commercial was pretty funny mm-hmm. but maybe it's because candy's growing on me but she didn't really have that much competition because all of the other commercials were That's so it, right? bad she keeps floating by it, because everyone is just being worse yeah. than her and then she finally hit it the bottom and then rue saves her and i'm just like yeah but she is funny you have to give her that sometimes sometimes fair but she was funny in this commercial. The milk, it come was on. It so weird. Like I was, it was stupid, was but it was funny. Out. It was better than like Got it, Mix. Like, it was better than Got Mix when she was like throwing water in herself and like farting. What was no that? sense. The table falling over thing. She looked exactly the same. Yeah. And they were saying that to her and she wasn't really picking yeah. it up. Um, yeah, it was tough to see Got Mix struggle and get in her head. And Kenny was even telling her, like, hey, you don't have to make this crazy complicated. Just what are you doing? Why do you have, like, nine storyboard items? Yeah. But no, overthought it for sure. Mm-hmm. So after Untucked, they get a result. Both Simone and Rosé win. Yay! Yay! Um, I was happy. Like, I thought Simone was going to win. So Rue saying that and then mm-hmm. adding that Rosé run one as well was a nice surprise i was happy with that i concur uh, we find out that candy olivia and gotmic were all safe which means that tina and utica went to lip sync and honestly i thought tina did better i'm surprised she was the one who went home what it was a bad lip sync yes but if we had to pick one i thought tina did better Yes, but Utica was making Rue laugh. Utica looked serious to me. Like she was doing it like all weird and creepy. Like I felt like it didn't fit. I don't know. know. I thought it was really bad. And my humps is one of my favorite. Like that's such an easy song to like the one time Utica could be goofy and she didn't do it. Yeah. It was so weird. I don't know. It was weird. I thought both of them should have went home. Yeah, I could have seen that. I I was surprised that Tina was the only one who went home, if anything. Like I wasn't really surprised that Tina went home. It was her time to go. And they're sort sort of foreshadowing her departure. Yeah, that's the Queens are so good this season. You have to be on the ball. And if you're not, bye bye. Except Candy, who can just be saved because whatever. Well, because she's good TV. 
I know, but after a certain sorry, point, not sorry. It, like, it gets old, does it not? Like, Yeah, but she's here, and she'll do really well next week, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. We'll get to next week. We'll get there. Sorry. I like to <laughs> tease, you know? You wanting more? After the break. <laughs> yeah. Stay tuned. <laughs> Don't go anywhere, guys. Yeah, just one other thing I wanted to touch on from Untucked. Uh, it wasn't overly exciting episode, um, but Tina's mom was the video message this week. Um, Tina gets very emotional seeing the video. Her mom was really encouraging and friendly, saying how proud she was of Tina. And we get a talking head from Tina after saying that she had to grow up fast because she had to help take care of her mother with her mental health issues. And she was just really happy to have a video of her mom saying how proud she was of her. It was kind of a sweet moment. So sweet. And I don't know about you, Katie, but I'm really glad that Drag Drag Race continues to talk about these tough things to talk about and as a platform for people that don't really have this escape, especially during this awful pandemic we're going through. Mm -hmm. Oh, for sure. Um, Yeah, and to turn to Drag Race and sort of be that escape and be somewhere where you can turn to and maybe have issues that you're dealing with talked about on a national stage and feel like you're not Mm -hmm. alone and just feel like it's okay to talk about these things because they bring up all of these tough subjects and tough things these girls have gone through and seeing someone quote-unquote famous now talking about it Mm -hmm. probably makes it a little bit easier for some people to be like okay maybe I can talk about it too Mm -hmm. and it was nice to see that after a couple episodes ago when Elliot and Tina were sort of talking about Elliot's depression and Tina sort of seeing that what Elliot's going through was what her mom was dealing with so much of her life and seeing those similarities between Elliot and her mother um, was a really sweet moment. Yeah, I really appreciate that they're being really open about that just because there's so many people that will just keep it all inside because they don't want to be a burden. Mm-hmm. They don't want to share. They don't want to show weakness. But I'd say asking for help is the strong thing to do for sure. For it's sure. brave. It's tough. And just know people are, are there for you. Like they want to hear from you. They want, they want to help. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it might be hard to talk about at first, but when you sort of open those floodgates gets a lot easier also if you need to talk to either katie or i feel free to reach out my dms are open same here um please do not hit on me this is not an invitation to do so same with katie she's a married woman um but if you would like to talk about drag race the blue jays the leaves hat or the abs we are here for it or literally anything under the sun anything we're generally open to a lot of things all sports all issues yes not soccer yeah could could do without soccer except christine sinclair she's pretty sweet yeah we can talk about her um but other than that (laughs) no soccer (laughs) oh i love you maha love you too katie Let's talk about preview for next week. 
we see I'm so excited I'm so excited I love that they brought in somebody different to roast this is going to be interesting so they brought in past Miss Congeniality winners um pausing it I could see Nina Heidi and Valentina there was one more off on the left side I couldn't quite catch was there yes there was four I couldn't see who the last one was I tried um but I think this is going to be interesting because they're all sweet Mm-hmm. queens but they can still throw back like they can they can clap back at you so I, i'm curious to see how this is gonna go the roast episodes other than snatch game are probably my favorite i just hate the secondary embarrassment i get that so hard so if someone flops yes i i just have to i can't i have to get past it i fast forward it like i ugh, i can't do it fair but also you have to be able to be quick on your feet. You have to be able to make jokes. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, performing is such a huge part, singing and dancing and lip syncing, but also being witty, quick on your feet and funny. Bianca. Are such important parts. Bianca, Bob. Yeah. Um, and they're two of my favorites. Like, I love the, I love the clapback. I love the quick. That's, it's so, quick wit. so funny. Yeah. But it's just, mm-hmm. it's when the girls don't have that. And I can't, I just... Oh, I get so red for them. Like I just, for sure, <laughs> I can't deal. <laughs> but it really separates the cream from the crop. Oh yeah, yeah. This is a In massive challenge for. Yeah, this is a big challenge. Yeah. I always, as much as I love look queens, I always gravitate towards the comedy queens. Mm-hmm. So I'm very, very excited for this challenge. Who do you think's gonna do um, well? I'm, Candy Muse is gonna do well. I know she is. Just because anything Candy says is funny. It is. It is. Mark my words. Mark my fucking words. Are we are we saying a bet here? Are we uh Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. So what what are we um, betting? How how about we bet um a sum of money to a charity of either of us is choosing? Okay, I like it. Okay, who do you think's gonna win next week? So, okay, so let's go through who we got left here. We've got okay. Simone, Rosé, Candy, Olivia, Gottmik, and Utica. I think I, I'm leaning Rosé. I'm, I'm going Rosé. Rosé will do well. Yeah, I'm but I think Candy Muse is is gonna win. Okay, she's due for a win. Okay, what? Do, how much are we betting? Twenty bucks. Done. All right. Stay tuned, Virtual ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Dun, dun, dun. Um, and then if neither of our girls win we both donate sure done all right lady anything else you want to talk about um i'm worried for simone i don't know may hopefully she sees this as like a an acting challenge like she could do who was it that did really well as the grandma Oh, no, Coco Montrese, when she was Rue's hood friend. Mm-hmm. That was funny. So hopefully Simone can kind of bring that energy. Because, yeah, yeah, I don't know if improv's her thing. Yeah, she, um, we'll see, we'll see. I don't know. I feel like she gets in her head a lot. Mm-hmm. So if she stays out of her head, she'll do really well. Mm-hmm. If she overthinks and goes back to old Simone, um, she'll struggle. Um, but I, feel like I know Utica's going go. home. I know Utica's going home. Oh, yeah. She better, man. Yeah. She's not funny. I'm over. And she tries too hard. 
and that's going to flop really, really hard in a roast. Yeah. So I'm glad we're in agreement there. Yes. Yes. No, that's uh, one of the ones I'm worried about for my secondary yeah. embarrassment. <laughs> Uh, what what where do we think Got Mick and Olivia are sort of going to be? I'm trying to think. We did a comedy challenge already, right? Like, how did? How well, did our- for Snatch Game. Oh, that's true. We can go with Snatch Game. Um, if we're going, Got Mick was pretty funny. <laughs> Olivia, yeah, I feel like Olivia is going to be in trouble as well because she's not funny, and I feel like she also has that like tries too hard, yeah, sort of aura about her. And then Got Mick, I think, is funny. I think she, yeah, I think she, she can, can be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, she yeah. Just have to do the complicated storyboard thing again, but yeah. She, d- who won the reading challenge? It was, was it Candy? I don't think it was Candy. Was it Got Mick? Might have been Got Mick. I don't know. But like, I, again, I feel like Got Mick's a little quicker on her feet. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see. But again, I think Candy's taking this home. We'll see, girl. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> what else? What you got? What you got? Um, what do I got? Um, I'm looking at my notes and literally all I have is Candy Muse Runway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still mad about that. Like, how dare you walk down the runway I looking like that? I don't get how she didn't get read more for that. I completely just agree. confused. Like... Yes, I understand you can look confused, but also that's not doing it. It looks no. like she was going to go stand in front of the green screen and be the tree again. Like that's what it, Kimora, So Kamora <laughs> Hall tweeted out her body on <laughs> Candy Muse and it was so fucking funny. So that's what I mean when like I say that Kamora is funny. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I see it now through her socials, but yeah. just it did not come through. Yeah. Like, <sighs> girl. And we see it every freaking season. Like these queens just don't believe in themselves. Like and James Mansfield, whatever season, like season nine or whatever that was, Ruth said her video was so funny mm-hmm. and just nothing landed. And just, it's too bad. Well, everyone needs to take a page out of Bob the Drag Queen's book. Because everyone hated Bob for being like cocky. Mm-hmm. Bob wasn't cocky. Bob was confident in his ability. Mm-hmm. and he took it from Rue I think he said it in the workroom once about Rue's book and it was like don't ever be afraid that people are going to call you up for being not humble mm-hmm. when you believe in your ability and believe that you're talented and a star mm-hmm. and even going further back to Willem Willem had this insane confidence about her and yeah, it rubbed people the wrong way, but who fucking cares? Mm-hmm. You're in a competition and you're not there to win Miss Congeniality. You're there to win the crown. So yeah, you're going to rub people the wrong way, but Bob rubbed everyone the wrong way, basically, and is everyone's favorite now. So oh, I love Bob. also Bob is so funny on Twitter. Yeah. We love Bob. Yeah, I always wonder where Willem would have gone if she hadn't cheated. Like, she Willem would have won. Willem would have won. Definitely. Yeah. 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 That's just too bad. But that's another story for another day. <laughs> but again, back to my segment on Life Advice with Maha. 
Be confident. Eyes with my heart. <laughs> Be confident in yourself and your abilities. You're on the show for a reason. Rue handpicks all of the girls. Yeah. And that's because I don't Rue sees something in you. People come in. Absolutely. Like, yeah. And as much as I hate some of these cliches that Rue says and like, don't let your inner saboteur win. Like, she's fucking right. Yeah. Your biggest competition is yourself and that inner saboteur and you doubting your abilities. And yeah, you might not be strong in everything that the show asks you to do, whether it's sewing or dancing or singing or comedy and improv. Take what you're good at and sort of incorporate that into those challenges. And it goes, Mm -hmm. again, back to branding and how well you know yourself as a performer and as a drag queen and how you can transfer your different skills. Mm -hmm. I sound like my fucking boss, so I will shut up now. (laughs) Maha has a book coming out. (laughs) Follow along. It's going to be a bestseller. Uh, The girls will make outfits out of it one day. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They better. I better get like a fucking promo or something. Buy Maha's book. I'm just going to name it Maha. I'm going to be like a one one namer, like Cher or Madonna. Yeah. Maha. There you go. I don't know right. another Maha, so you could stand out for sure. Look at that. I feel like we're just rambling now because we're so exhausted. <laughs> But this is great. I love You're supposed it. to keep me on track, Katie. <laughs> but it's too fun. I know. I know. We're making up for missing Chandler and Nikki. Yeah. We love I you, have girl. to. I know. We miss you. This is our shout out to them. Hearts. Hearts. All right. Thank you, Maha, for joining me and ranting and raving and mixing up words with me. Loved it. What we do here. Yeah, no too hot for hockey pod. <laughs> We're not perfect. We don't need to be perfect. Exactly. Okay. Just be you confident, y'all. Be confident. That's the episode, everybody. That's uh, that's all we got. Thanks for tuning in. Um, I believe we still have a few stickers left for sale. Jump on those Willie Styles and Pisces yes. Kings stickers. Help us support the Battered Women Support Services. All proceeds go directly to the the two charities in Vancouver and Toronto. So we really appreciate your support. Please buy stickers if there's any left and we'll have more coming soon. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> Is that what we're going to call this week's episode? Yes. episode? Stay tuned. Yes. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Come back next week to see me beat Katie in a bit. Ha, ha, ha.